0: Hello, one and all, and welcome to the podcast we call the Fantastival, with myself, Stephen Esbaum, in the podcast, where I invite my guests to come on and talk to me all about their musical tastes, memories, experiences, and they get to create their fantasy festivals, which I have christened Fantastivals. We are now on number 81 of the Fantastical podcast. We are now in February. I can't believe it, but time certainly does fly when you're having fun, which I'm doing. And before I talk about my guest on this episode, I must say a massive thank you to my last guest, Tommy Scott from Space, in episode 80. Such a great guest, we had such a great chat, and he was such a top man. So thank you to Tommy for coming on the Fantastical Podcast. So that was 80. This episode is episode 81. And I'm delighted to welcome on self-confessed new music and vinyl loving legend that is Kimberly Kimbo Forsyth. Hello, Kimberly!
1: Hi, Steve. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> I am all good. Welcome to the Fantastical Podcast. I'm so glad to have you on. I know we've interacted on Twitter, but it's so nice to finally meet you, although virtually.
1: I know it's really good to meet you, and thank you so much for asking me to come on to the podcast. I'm totally buzzing about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I said, like you're always tweeting about music. You're always interacting with the podcast, and I think we're gonna have a really, a really good chat. So I always like to check in with my guests at the start of the podcast i think it's really important to talk to people just to see how they're doing how they're feeling it's been a really difficult two years everyone's had their had their own challenges i know you've had challenges over the last two years so so kimberly how are you how are you how are you doing
1: yeah i'm I'm doing okay actually i mean i think anybody that's probably listening to the podcast (laughs) will know that um obviously over the past two years it's you know it's been difficult for everybody as you've said but i was diagnosed with breast cancer in October twenty twenty. So it's been, yeah, a bit more challenging than than I would have hoped <laughs> to be honest. But I mean, up until that point I was working, you know, working through the pandemic, I work in health and social care. So it was pretty full on to be honest. And then I took a break in September which would have been the first sort of break that I had in that year and at that point obviously had to find the lump and went to the doctor and and then everything just changed after that for me so I was straight into sort of chemotherapy from the November um, of 2020 and I'm in again tomorrow so it still continues you know the the cancer is gone which is the main thing yeah but it's been a really long haul of treatments and um, because of the pandemic I had to do quite a lot of it like on my own couldn't take anybody with me and things like that so it's been really tough so that's where music has been really good (laughs) because it's it's got me through the toughest of days um so
0: yeah very important to me and you seem to have a very wide circle of people on social media as well so we always hear about how bad social media can be but I think in your case, I think it's really good for you. You've got, you know, you interact with a lot of artists and you've got a lot of friends built up. You seem to have a really nice kind of social media circle.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and I'd be well lost without them all, to be honest. So I think I had actually, I was looking back in terms of my Twitter kind of, you know, in preparation for this, because I, I don't think I really was that active on it until 2020. Um, I had like a work sort of, you know, separate one. And then I kind of just stumbled into the new music because my younger brother, Michael, he's he's a singer-songwriter and we could sort of see that it was a platform that people were sharing, you know, their, their music. So kind of joined that more to help him on the PR side and then found myself in the um, the DP Happy Hour with Dan Potter and um, Shiner Sam and uh, the Virtual Pub Crawl. And I think just from there, it just snowballed. And then i just met so many different people and got exposed to so much new music that i'd never heard before and um, and yeah it just kind of went from there and you know i think last year i was able to meet some of these people and some of the bands but they were a massive support to me through the whole you know i think for everybody throughout the pandemic but you know with my treatments and stuff there was times that you know i couldn't sleep and there was always somebody to like speak to whether it was like 10 in the morning or two in the middle of the night um, and and I do know a couple of people that I speak with anyway who are kind of, you know, local to me and stuff. So there's a few of us that know each other anyway, but I've met so many complete <laughs> legends, <laughs> you know, who genuinely will be friends, like, for life. You know, it's it's a special place to be and it's the real positive side of Twitter for me. I just avoid, avoid too much football chat and um, <laughs> the politics and just stick to the music.
0: So I saw on your Twitter uh, handle... You're a Don's fan, which I presume is Aberdeen. I am a
1: Don's fan, yeah. So I speak I speak about Aberdeen and I go to the football. But obviously, again, you know, we, we couldn't do that for so long. But I go with my big brother and my little nephew, Cody, who he's a huge music fan as well. And it's his dad, Michael, that's um, a singer. So a very musical family as well. So, yeah, Don supporters and music. That's basically my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say to us a bit more about yourself, but I think you've probably summed yourself up by talking about Aberdeen. And music yeah, and music as well. So in terms of the Twitter, you said you've met a lot of people on Twitter and it's kind of, I guess that's kind of given you a platform to, to do some good out of, you know, the cancer that, that you've had in terms of fundraising.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So what happened was it was through In Your Ears Music, actually, that we started talking. Dan Hughes, who I must give a massive shout out to you from the station um, and the whole team there at In Your Ears. Um, Dan had got in touch with me to say you know, he could see that I was going through the, this process. And my brother had been sending me a song like every day for, he sent me a song every day, up until I had a playlist of 100 songs. And that's when I kind of shared it on Twitter. So there was ages that I hadn't told anybody. I think, you know, Paul as an Apollo. So he's quite local to me. And we've been friends for like a really long time. So he knew, but like nobody else, Nobody else knew what I was going through. Um, and I um, shared the playlist at the beginning of January, would have been 2021, 20, so a year ago. And when I did that, that's when everybody started kind of, you know, saying, no, oh, anything we can do to support, why don't we do this, that or the next thing to raise money. And Aidy Hansen got in touch and started a raffle, um, which was just incredible and got all the bands involved. And I think we raised £2,000 from the raffle. And then Dan from In Your Ears, in touch and said why don't we put on like a weekend of music but it started like oh we'll do like an afternoon of say 10 acts and we ended up with a full weekend and i think there was 60 bands and artists in the end and it ran like right through the whole the whole weekend (laughs) and it was just incredible they put in you know their acoustic sets and the djs from you know the different um from in your ears and ad as well so there was ricky spence there was Moby, um olden it just heaps of people and the Axel, you know, did that and we had the fundraising going and um, Robert Carlyle was involved at one point as well. It just went insane. <laughs> um, it ended up being over £4,000 that we raised for Macmillan. So good. Um, yeah, just incredible. Absolutely incredible. And we're doing it all again this year. So, yeah. Um,
0: I, I, yeah, I know Just madness. I know there's some things you can say, Kimberly, and I know there's some things yeah. you can't say. So I guess, do you, want, do, you, <laughs> do you want to say what you can and give it as, as much of a push at this moment in time as, as what you can give it?
1: Yeah, so the first thing is we're redoing the radio session over the weekend. So that's going to be the 12th and 13th of March. So basically at this point in time, the DJs um, and myself, I'm not going to confess to being a DJ, I'm really not, but we, um, <laughs> we're picking some you know, we've been in touch with some people to get some sets together. And we've also offered out um, via In Your years Music for anybody that wants to put an acoustic set forward. So it's 10 to 15 minutes that we can then, you know, play out over the radio on that weekend. And there'll be links, you know, for people to donate, if they're able to donate, or just to share the information. Um, so that will run. And then we're also doing a live event, which is on the 18th of June. So that's a Saturday, and it's going to be in Manchester and it's a place called grub that's hosting it for us and again dan has been you know fundamental in in getting in touch with me and saying like we're gonna we're gonna pull this off and we're gonna do it live so we've announced a couple of acts already so that includes um now which they'll just check my little list but we've got we've got the heavy north we've got the out arms we have Lottie, andrew johnson i've got a couple more up my sleeve this week that i'm not gonna say <laughs> um but we will announce those when the tickets go on sale on the first of february but yeah we've had a phenomenal response to it again the shed project as well sorry yeah big love to the shed project yeah lots of people involved and um it will run from sort of three o'clock in the afternoon till they chuck us out whatever time that is um so i'm really looking forward to that and we you know, we hope that if that all goes well, that maybe sometime I'll be able to bring the sessions to Scotland. I would love to be able to do that.
0: That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. So good to hear so many bands and acts interested and, and playing on that. And I'm sure that'll be an amazing success. Some great names already, and I look forward to seeing who else gets added um, to that list. And maybe I'll try and get to Manchester. It's not too far from London.
1: Oh, please and do. Maybe, yeah, try yeah it would be yeah, it would be great, and if you know, even if you can tune in for the for the radio weekend as well, because it you know, and actually the sessions from last year is available on the In Your Ears and um, Spotify as well, so people can go back. We ran them over December, um, just running up to Christmas, and it got a really good response because a couple of people who hadn't been on Twitter had actually um, missed it the first time round, so um, it was really good to see that that's still getting listened to because it was great. It was the best festival I've probably ever been at and it was in my own house
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best festival you've ever been at until now or until now until your until fantasy now, festival yeah, yeah Which is but it a was festival. really
1: um i think the thing with, with it was it was so full on like the whole weekend and it, there was so much community and it was just so lovely and i i had only just finished some of my chemo sessions so i was really i was quite poorly actually that weekend that it happened um and it it just felt really lonely at the end of the night. It was like creeping into your tent at the end of a festival, like by yourself. <laughs> after being with everybody all day long. Um, but it was brilliant. and And MacMillan were really pleased with what we raised as well. So
0: yeah., oh, well done. well done, I'm sure this year's will be a, be an astounding success as well. So I, we've spoken about new music. And how how mm-hmm. much you love new music? But I guess music wise, like what genres are you into? Do you have one genre in particular, or is it a wide range of music that, that you like, Kimberley?
1: I would have to say it's very wide ranging. <laughs> yeah, um, when I was looking back through, I mean, I do listen to a lot of the new stuff, but I think in terms of like the old faithful sort of stuff that I listen to, there is a lot of Stereophonics. They, you know, are probably my, you know, one of my favorite bands, definitely. And, you know, things like, you know, The Verb, No Gallagher, you know, I do kind of tend to go back to some of those when I'm not listening to the new stuff. But I also listen to quite a lot of what other people would probably find really miserable, <laughs> miserable music. Just like more indie kind of folk sort of stuff. So like Better Up Living Community Centre, Phoebe Bridgers. I really like, there's a singer, a male singer called Gregory i isaac i want to say his name is a is i'm not really quite sure how to say it but um i listened to that which is more like just till the back sort of folky type music that i really like that kind of silas of stuff and there's not as much of that gets kind of shared you know within the new music community but i have to give a shout back out to apollo again because he's he likes that kind of music as well he sends me a lot of stuff like that and I think through like the pandemic and things you know it was just easy listening for me you didn't have to you know you don't have to think about it it's just music you know it doesn't it doesn't hurt just listen to it you don't have to do anything. And yeah, that kind of got me through quite a lot of stuff. Just that sort of chilled, chilled back, which would maybe be my favourite sort of style with music, to be honest.
0: Brilliant! Some great acts mentioned. A lot haven't been mentioned in the Fantasy Festival before, so maybe we'll see maybe a few okay. a few new names on on the uh, Fantasy Festival list. So, is there anything at the moment, Kimberly, that you're listening to?
1: Um, so I think just a lot of the the newer um, stuff. You know, if I look at my kind of Spotify and things and my vinyls that I've got sitting through there. You know, I do listen to a lot of um, the Heavy North, Arcade State. Oh, you know, the I boys. went to see them last year. My boys. Yeah, the boys, the boys. <laughs> um, Paula, one of the other ladies, <laughs> um, we met up in Glasgow and um, went to see them at their sort of first gig. And Ricky was there as well, Ricky Spence. So we had a great mm. night out. And I'm going to see them like three times already this year. So I really do like their stuff. And I think that they're, I, I think they deserve to do mm so well like and just genuinely nice guys they made us feel like royalty when we turned oh. up at the gig we were like this is your gig not ours <laughs> so i do listen to a lot of them um sylvie as well who i know has some new tunes coming out apollo junction moonlight parade i'm going to see the lathoms in a couple of weeks time in aberdeen so it's been um kind of postponed a few times so i'm looking forward to, to hearing them as well and yeah apart from that just my miserable vinyls that go round and round <laughs>
0: Let me um, let me take you back, Kimberly. I, I'm a gentleman, so I, I'll never ask a lady how old she is. But let me take you back until <laughs> when, <laughs> when you bought your first record. Do you remember what your first record was? Yeah, when buying it. What, in your I do, hands?
1: and this is where my like music credibility goes terribly wrong. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I'm absolutely. I'm pretty sure. I think I'm ninety percent sure that it was take that everything changing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's not true. So too that bad. would have been what, early nineteen what was nineteen ninety three or something? So I am. I'm nearly I'll be forty this year. So I would have been only like 11 12 around that time. And I'm sure I bought it in Woolworths, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was like out with my granny or something for a day trip to Woolworths, yeah, that's probably when it happened.
0: No shame, um, but yeah. <laughs> no but, shame
1: in it. Uh, and I remember having like you know their posters in my bedroom and all that stuff. But take that and Nine One One is another boy band ah, that I was heavily yeah. into. Yeah, sad, sad times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember those boys. I remember those boys. So, Kimberly, this podcast is all about you getting to create your fantasy festival. Are you a big festival goer? Are you a fan of the festival? I've
1: been to a few festivals. I've not. I was trying to think what the first one would have been. I mean, I think we had, like, local ones in Aberdeen that, like, one of my aunties would have taken me to, um, like, one of the local radio stations. But I can't... I don't really... I know that I went, but I don't really remember, you know, much much about it. But I went to... I didn't actually do any of the tea in the parks either until they moved it. So that was, what, 2015? I think it moved from its usual spot and went to... Is it Strathallen? So I went to that one with my little sister Chloe in 2015, and since then I've done Transmit and also Belladrum, which is one that's a bit closer to us here. Um, It's it's near Inverness. And I did, it's the Tartan Heart Festival, so it was in 2019. And I think, to be honest, that's probably one of my favourites because... It was just, like, really laid back and, you know, sort of family friendly. But they had a good few acts. Like, well, Lewis Capaldi was there and um, churches were there. And I saw Elbow and Johnny Marr. So it was, like, it was a really, really good festival. And I'm going to Kendall this year, which shall be absolute chaos, I think. But that'll be fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it sounds like you've been to your fair share of festivals. Yeah, I've been to a few. I've
1: been to a few.
0: Yeah, great, great stuff. What about gigs? Do you have any... um... Favourite gigs that you look back on and just think, wow, that was just unbelievable to be there.
1: So my favourite, favourite gig would have been when I went with my dad to see the Eagles at Hamden, which I think was 2009. Eagles is a massive influence for me, like growing up, because my dad played guitar and I could probably sing um, Lion Eyes before I could talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a long song, so so well
1: done. (laughs) So that... Yeah, that was, you know, certainly one of my kind of highlights. And because I could see just how much my dad enjoyed it as well, like that I think that's yeah. kind of stuck with me. And apart from that one, stereophonics at Edinburgh Castle as a highlight for me and Kelly Jones when he did a solo tour. I went to see him at Dundee at the Caird Hall in two thousand and nineteen and it was just like it felt like he was just singing to me, which would be lovely. <laughs> um yeah, that was that was my my favourite sort of solo
0: kind of gig, Yeah. Great stuff. Love the Eagles. Love the stereophonic. So yeah, great acts there. So, like I said at the top of this, the aim of the Fantastical podcast is getting Kimberly to collate her fantasy festival. So Kimberly gets to choose any 5 acts, one of who must play one of their studio albums in full, and an encore which all 5 acts can play together at the end of her Fantastical. So very simple. Five acts take five time slots. So like I said at the beginning, my last guest in episode 80 was Tommy Scott from Space. He collated his Frankenfest fantasy festival and he had a wealth of acts, all five, making their fantastical debut. So in his uh, opening act slot, he had Spiz Energy. In his super second slot, he had Cypress Hill. In his Midway Madness slot, unbelievably making his fantastical debut, he had Frank Sinatra He's not been spoken about before, but he put a, he put the legend S Frank in there. In his pre-headline act slot, he picked Chuck Berry. And in his headline slot, he put in X-Ray Specs. And for his encore, he had all those acts performing, I Only Have Eyes For You. So a wealth of wealth, the entire planet of music is at your feet, Kimberly. But before we talk about acts, we have to name your fantasy festival and we have to give it a venue. So very important question first up. What are you going to call your fantasy festival, Kimberly?
1: Well, I'm going to call it, the the thing that I'm going to call it is actually to do with the place where it is. So I'm going to have to give you like both the details all at once and then I can explain, explain a bit behind it. So I'm going to call it Kentallen with Kimbo. So Kentallen is a place. I don't know if you know where Kentalan is
0: got no but idea.
1: <laughs> you've got no idea. So in, um, it's near Glencoe, it's like about five miles from Glencoe in the absolute middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, and in in 2017, I, I, I used to be married, I separated from my husband in 2017. And at the end of that year, I just like booked a holiday to go in like, you know, just sort of reset and just hide from the world for like a week. And I picked, I found this hotel that's in Kentallen and it sits basically right next to a massive, big walk. and there's loads of hills and it's it's so much peace, so much peace there. And it's my favorite place to go. And I'm going back there when I finish my like treatments. So, and I don't think I would ever, ever have shared it with anybody, but. <laughs> I think I
0: could share it with all these people to come to my festival. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. So, Ken Talon with Kimbo is taking place yeah. at Ken right. Talon. So, I know how much music means to you, and I know how difficult this has been to get it, your fantasy festival on up just down to five acts. So, before we talk about the five I'm sure there's quite a lot of names who you would have loved to put into your fantasy festival that mm-hmm. haven't made it is there any acts who you want to give a shout out to a quick mention before we move on to your five
1: yeah I think this this is going to surprise everybody that knows me that I haven't picked the stereophonics in my festival
0: Uh do you know what the <laughs> stereophonics have still never been picked for your fantasy they festival they haven't made it have
1: they? They haven't I made heard it. In your, your last one that you did that, that they hadn't made it and I thought Oh, are they going to make mine? But you know what? I think I've seen them, I don't know how many times, and I'm seeing them in London in April, but I just think somebody else deserves to be the headline for me, so I'm going to apologise to Kelly Jones. And, um, <laughs> yeah, save that for another day. <laughs> and also, I would have really, really liked to have Amy Winehouse at my festival, but I just wasn't able to sneak her in. And the Eagles as well. They've not made it. They've not made it. Ah.
0: Oh. Some big calls. Some big calls there, be Some great acts. Stereophonics, like I said, get mentioned a lot in the podcast, but no one seems to want to put them into their five. They're probably the most <laughs> talked about act in the missed act section. So Kelly and the boys, yeah. they have to wait another I day. I just think
1: it would have been too obvious for me because everybody knows that, like, you know, I like I worship Kelly Jones and... <laughs> My brother got in touch with them when when I was really unwell, and he actually he he wrote me a card. I mean, he was he probably didn't know what he was writing, but anyway, he wrote me a card, <laughs> and it's um it's on my wall, it's framed, and it says, you can really stay strong, Kelly Jones." Oh, so it's on the wall.
0: <laughs> that's wicked. That's really nice. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. I'm glad I'm glad if you're if you're well known amongst your friends for loving stereophonics, I'm kind of glad they haven't made it. Like you said, it's they want to be fairly surprised mm-hmm. by it. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse has been selected a couple of times, so she doesn't make it. And the Eagles, I love the Eagles. The Eagles have been in my lists. When I think about my fantastical. the Eagles are always mm-hmm. there or thereabouts, but they've only ever been selected once. So they'll have to wait another day. They won't be coming to Kent Hallen, or they can come and they can watch the Fantasy Festival, but they're definitely yeah, getting up on go. stage <laughs> to play. So I guess it's now the time is to crack on in with your five choices. So two o'clock yeah. at Kent Hallen, packed out, lovely day, It's peaceful, but it's still buzzing and the atmosphere is amazing. Who are you Mm going to have open your fantasy festival, Kimberley?
1: I'm going to kick off with a band that I've seen a couple of times and I've only ever seen them with my little brother and my sister, Chloe. And it's Proud Mary, who I'm not sure if you know, but
0: (laughs) but Um, I know them. Do you know what? I've seen Proud Mary. I saw Proud Mary in like 2000 or 2001 because they supported um, Ryan Adams at Brixton Academy. Ah,
1: right, okay.
0: Like, many, many yeah, weeks so ago. They're... And I, I recall they had one song that, I think it was, like, called Salt of the Earth or something like that, and it was really stonesy. Yeah, yeah. And I quite weird. enjoyed yeah, it. It's
1: on the um, same old blues album, yeah. So they just... I, I don't even know when... I, I can't kind of think, you know, when I got into Proud Mary, but I know my little brother, Michael, was really into them. And because they've been on the go, like, they were formed in, like, 1999, I think, and they were signed... When, to know Gallagher's label, but I didn't know them to begin with. But we actually got them. Well, my brother, not me. My brother and some of his friends did like a charity um, sort of weekend of music, and they came to our hometown in Huntley and they headlined a gig there. And that's when I first seen them. So that was in 2014. And obviously, like my brother does a bit of singing, and, and I did a bit of singing as well. I used to be in like cover bands and stuff. So we, we were on that we were on the bill. We supported Proud oh, Mary. Wow. That's my claim of fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in just like a little hotel that we've got in, in Huntley. So they came there and since seeing them in like in Huntley, we kinda just follow them around. So we went to the MASH house in Edinburgh to see them in two thousand and nineteen and then we went back to we went to King Tuts last year because they did their same old blues twentieth anniversary mm-hmm. tour. Um, at the King Tuts, which was my first King Tuts experience actually, and I just, I just love their sound. Like I could put their vinyl on and just sit and listen, like on repeat all day long, you know. And I think they would just kick off the festival, you know, loudly and also with a bit of chill because it's just like you know rock and roll and a bit of blues, which is what I like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Proud Mary make their fantastical debut i remember i enjoyed them and that song's always stuck with me and that that must have been at least 20 years ago so great to see yeah. them make their fantastical yeah. debut yeah i
1: think my my favorite song from them well there's two there's very best friend and one called all good things so they would be my favorite so,
0: yeah great stuff they'd have to play them so they get an hour to play and they'll play from two till three and we'll take a half hour break after that that'll take us to half past three we will be time for our super second slot so kimberly who are you gonna have in your super second slot
1: so this is this is where the chill and the miserable sneaks in (laughs) because i figured at that at that time of day you know people need a little bit of chill so and i don't think there's enough female artists at the festivals and i'm gonna have to bring phoebe bridgers in because i just absolutely love her i just i'm a little bit obsessed (laughs) um and i don't i think again i didn't really get into her music until sort of throughout the pandemic you know she she obviously had a an album back in 2017, The Stranger in the Alps album, but I think I heard more of the stuff from her album in 2020, The Punisher album, mm-hmm. and then kind of went back and then figured out that she'd collabed with like heaps of people and just you know is an incredible songwriter and she's been writing music since she was like 11 years old, and I, I'm just captivated by her like she just her lyrics and she just like sings songs for. When your life falls apart, basically. So <laughs> she kinda helped me. <laughs> yeah. She's just I think one of her lyrics that like always sticks out for me is from a song called Funeral and it's it's like Jesus Christ, I'm so blue all the time. It just it just sums up her music. <laughs> she does do some upbeat stuff as well, but um I just yeah, I think she's incredible. So
0: I had to have her there. I have her. Are there any songs that you would have to hear her play? Are there any requests that she has to do for you?
1: Um trying to think um smoke signals is one that i really um well i'm just trying to think now now this is where my mind goes blank because there's just so many um motion sickness motion sickness is definitely one and there is one um called scott street as well that i followed i follow another podcast it's like a um is it song exploder what to say it's called, it kind oh, of breaks yeah, down no. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. discussions about the songs and stuff. And I've heard her on a few of those speaking about her, um, you know, about her songs and stuff. So, but yeah, but, but, but there's loads, there's loads. And she does, obviously, she's on the Better Oblivion Community Centre stuff. And, um, yeah, just could listen to her all day long.
0: Great stuff. So Phoebe Bridges <laughs> makes her fantastical debut. She'll play in, in your super second slot from half past three to half past four. Again, we'll take a half hour break. Then it'll be time for your Midway Madness slot. So two acts down, three acts left to go. So, Kimberly, who's going to play in your Midway Madness slot?
1: Okay, so I thought I'd want to bring a little bit of pop energy to the stage. (laughs) And this is a band I have seen once before, but I just loved them. And it's churches, so I can get a Scottish group in there. Um, i I seen them at Belladrum in um, 2019. And I just remember like being really far down the front, and I never really... Go to the front of a festival <laughs> but my friend that i was with i don't know where she was she was probably at the bar and she's not really that fussed for churches so i was like i am going in um, and <laughs> And I just had the best time, I don't think they were on for long, like 40 minutes or something like that, but they will get anybody to move, you know what I mean, like, yeah. Lauren just bangs about the stage, she's got a beautiful voice, and I think, knowing that you always ask for like an, you know, like an album to be yeah. done, you know, through the festival, that they would have to, I would have to get them to do their um, every open eye, definitely, because that's that's my favourite. Um, there's a couple of songs from that, like Leave a Trace um, and Afterglow, which is the last song on the album, and I would have to get them to play that.
0: Brilliant stuff. So not only do they make their fantastical debut, Churches will also play their album Every Open Eye in full. So three new names on the Fantastable list already, Kimberly. <laughs> Could you make it a clean sweep and get a new five in? So three acts down, <laughs> two acts left two acts left, pre-headline act and your headline act. So we're taking a half hour break that'll take us to half past six. So your, head, your pre-headline act are going to get an hour and a half. So, Kimberly, who are you going to have in your pre-headline acts?
1: So, I wasn't sure if I was going to do this or not, but I figured that since, since I'm here on the podcast and the only reason I'm here on the podcast is because of all the new music <laughs> um, and getting to know people and I thought I could have done a full festival with, you know, it would have been really hard to narrow it down, but I'm picking this band it's Moonlight Parade and I'm picking Moonlight Parade because I so so badly wanted to be able to see them like last year and I had the tickets but then I just like I, I just couldn't do it because of my treatment schedules and stuff and again they're playing this Friday um, before we were recording this they're playing in London and I would have just loved to go Oh, and are, I'm they, not
0: able to... are they playing they're playing with um Perry Manning aren't they
1: Perry Manning, yeah.
0: Yes. And yeah.
1: Perry Perry's been on your podcast and yeah, I love I love Perry too. <laughs> <He's> a dude, <laughs> um, yeah. So so I'm I'm picking Moonlight Parade, not just because, you know, I haven't been able to see them, but because I just love their sound. Um and I definitely kind of fell into their music whenever I joined obviously Twitter and you know, joining some of the parties, the listening parties and things like that with the D P happy hour, but they just, there's just so much beautiful harmonies and like they're jangling melodies and it's like if you shut your eyes, you would just dream in colour if you were listening to me. Like, like it's, they're just so, I just love them. Just quite enchanted by their sound, really. And I think they've got enough in them to do an hour and a half set, did you say?
0: Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, all the way.
1: Yeah, they're going to have, because they've got, they had, because I don't think I knew about them until obviously 2020, but they've got previous, um, you know, albums and EPs from like 2018, 2019, so I've done a lot of kind of backward, you know, um, going back through their stuff, and and they sent me some albums when when I was going through my treatments and lovely messages and stuff, so they're great guys and I just can't wait to meet them, so I thought I've got to have them on the stage. (laughs)
0: Great stuff, Moonlight Parade. Again, a name who I know of, but I don't know enough of their stuff. But I will definitely check them out. And I'm hopefully going to that gig on Friday. I'm still not confirmed, but I'd like oh, to meet wow. Perry. I'd like to meet Perry. Oh, I'm uh, so jealous. And uh, now I now I now I'd have to meet Moonlight Parade and say I've got a secret for you, but I can't see what the secret is until you listen to Kimberly's podcast. Um, so we'll see, we'll see if I'm able to go, to go to that gig. So Moonlight Parade, are your pre-headline act. I look yeah. forward to listening to them. I look forward to listening to them. Like I like yeah, the way you describe them. You
1: love them. Like their music. it's just really catchy and um, there's a lot of what we would probably say like jangly pop.
0: Yeah. Can't beat <laughs> a bit of jangly pop. Jangly pop is all good on this podcast. So Moonlight Parade make their fantastical debut. They take your pre-headline act slot. They get to play from half six to eight o'clock. Then we'll take one more break before time for your headline act who get to play from half eight to 11 o'clock. So, Kimberly, a brilliant first four acts. Who are you going to have then? Headline, Ken Talon with Kimbo.
1: So, <laughs> I want to put out a disclaimer that I have had this locked in in my head and all my cut <laughs> paper since Friday of last week because this person is making lots of news this week. <laughs> is Taylor Swift. I've got to have I've got to have her. Total oh, queen. She's going to headline Kent Allen with Kimbo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so why Taylor Swift in Kimberley? Obviously.
1: Oh. Why Taylor Swift? Well, I think just that her music like spans so many like ju- you know, genre of music. She's such a fantastic storyteller and songwriter let it be known she writes her own songs (laughs) Um, (laughs)
0: yeah disclaimer um... (laughs) she writes her own songs before she comes after my podcast yeah Yeah. definitely
1: (laughs) but I think you know like looking back obviously um you know she's a she's a young girl she's much younger than me but she you know she's been writing you know forever and um I think I would have always been aware of her you know whenever she first came on the scene but I think at that point she was a bit more kind of country and and i wouldn't i don't think that i really took much notice to be honest but i remember getting totally hooked on her love story song which was way back i think like 2008 maybe from the fearless album and then i played her um, album the 1989 album the actual death in my car when i was like driving for work and my little nephew used to always say, Auntie Kimbo, can you play Shake It Off? And like we would just <laughs> sing in the car <laughs> um, to that and there's a couple more on that, M. Um, C. D. C D the Blank Space and Clean that I really like as well from that album. But um and I think Ryan Adams he, 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 did. he did a cover of, of the whole album
0: which yeah I've I've enjoyed as well. So you know he, he made he covered whenever... the album and then my girls got into the original album and it all wouldn't come. Oh, we okay. had even the Taylor album which was the girl one and then I was like, Can we play the boy one? Yeah. And my girls were like, No, we want the girl one. No, so no. I, I know both Just well. Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <spoke Taylor>. basically. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I think in um obviously in twenty twenty like she she dropped an album like out of nowhere. You know when we were going through the most like miserable mm. time of our lives with the pandemic, she went and made us even more miserable. Sort <laughs> <with her, laughs> of album, but I think it was in the most like beautiful way, and it and it really helped me. You know, I listened to that um, folklore. I don't know how many times throughout 2020, and then her. I don't know if you'll have seen it, but the the long pond studio session that she did, that she directed, and it's on it's on Disney, and it's just like an intimate sort of, you know, she's, she's sat there and she does the whole album for the first time with the people, you know, that, that she was there with um, Adam from The National, and, and they just go through it all, and it's it's honestly the best thing I've watched probably about 50 times now. <laughs> 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 yeah, just love it. And, and I just think, you know, she could put on a show, she would have the energy, she would have something for everyone, you know, the kids, the dads, <laughs> you know, everybody else. And, um, just make you dance and cry probably and just have fun so i had to
0: had to have taylor (laughs) great stuff taylor swift only her second fantastical appearance so she finally gets to headline a fantastical which is great for her so at 11 o'clock after her two and a half hour set which will be blinding she'll bring on stage moonlight parade churches phoebe bridges who i think she's good mates with anyway i'm sure i think phoebe bridges has played with her before or at least on one of her songs oh yeah they've
1: done yeah phoebe and um yeah they've, they've
0: got a song called nothing new yeah yeah so they'll, they'll have a great time together and proud mary will join taylor swift oh, on stage they get to play one song of your choice kimberly so you've got a, an amazing wealth of talent on your stage what are you gonna have them all play yeah. together? What's gonna to be your encore?
1: It's gonna to have to be Hotel California by the Eagles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So the Eagles did get into your fantastical.
1: They did. They did in the end. But I think I think with those people, we've got enough. We've got enough guitars, and the harmonies are gonna be on point. So that's what I'm going for.
0: <laughs> great track. Great track. I've I was lucky enough to see Don Felder from the Eagles in a place in London called mm. um, I, I can't remember where it was at Bush Hall. And he had a new album out, and I thought he was going to just do like a few Eagles tracks, and most of his new album. Mm-hmm. But he'd done like two tracks from his latest album. This was about three years ago, and then done all of like <laughs> the classic Eagles stuff. It was amazing, oh, amazing experience to be there, Gr- a great encore <laughs> there. So before you change your mind, in we we'll lock this in. So we have got Kentallen with Kimbo taking place in Kentallen in your opening act. We've got Proud Mary, Super Seconds. We've got Phoebe Bridges. Midway Madness, we've got Churches, who are going to play their album, Every Open Eye in Full. Pre-headline act, we've got Moonlight Parade, and headline in your fantasy festival, we've got Taylor Swift. And for your encore, they're all going to come back out on stage and perform Hotel California together. That sounds like an amazing fantasy festival to me, Kimberly. Are you happy to lock that one in? Yep, yeah, happy. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's lock that one in. So I guess before we go, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you were putting on... Um, events within your is music. I think let's give that a good old plugged in. So in March there's gonna be some sessions and then you're going to Manchester later in the year in June to to raise yeah. as much money as what you can.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And we've been I mean all the way through I've obviously had contact with McMillan so they've been they've been amazing to me. Um and I've got like a link with them and so we're gonna do a bit of work to promote um the Manchester stuff in the Manchester area with the you know the people from macmillan so i've got a call with them actually next week but the tickets will go on sale for the manchester event on the 1st of february and that'll be through in your Years music and in terms of the the radio weekend which will run the 12th and 13th we're just working with artists at the moment to get their recordings back to us for like the end of february and then we'll we'll run that over that weekend. And it's, yeah, 10 to 15 minute acoustic um, slots. And, you know, there'll be lots of Twitter content and shares of sort of options to fundraise. Maybe sneak in a little raffle if we can. We'll wait and see what happens. But I will say that, you know, the support has been absolutely incredible and um, I don't think I would have got through the past two years if it wasn't for all the lovely people. <laughs> so massive, massive thanks because I know when you know f- you know folks have struggled themselves that they've you know come forward and, and donated when some people haven't been on work and things like that so honestly like it's just been absolutely incredible the support that, that I've had um, and you know the difference that we make to people you know not just not just me but um, lots of people who are going through you know, really tough times, um, and get some support from Macmillan. So, just a big shout out to everybody for that.
0: That's lovely. That's lovely to hear, Kimberly. If anyone wants to find you on social media, if anyone's on Twitter, go in. How do I find Kimberly? What's your Twitter handle? Let's let's give your Twitter handle a push.
1: What is my Twitter handle? Now, now you see, now you're asking me. <laughs> I think it's I think it's at for K two. Let me just double check. No, I think it is. Yeah, at for K two. Um, that's me.
0: Yeah. So if you don't follow Kimberly and you're on Twitter, go ahead and give her a follow. I think you can find In Your Ears Music. I think they are In Your Ears Music, I think, on Twitter. So go and give them a follow yeah. to get all the latest news on the events that Kimberly and those guys are putting on. That is not one to be missed, and it'll be a really great weekend if you're on Twitter following that or even getting to that gig. It'd be a great show. So that is it then. Thanks to everyone for listening to the 81st episode of of the Fantastical podcast and if you've enjoyed this one please subscribe give the Fantastical podcast a review on itunes if that's how you're listening and if you listen on spotify you can also now rate the show so give us a rating of your choice on spotify that would be lovely and don't forget to recommend this podcast to all your families on friends, Kimberly's on Twitter. So is the Fantastical Podcast. So if you're on Twitter and you don't follow us, please give us a follow at FantasticalPiers. We'd love, love you to follow us. And unfortunately on podcasts we can't play music, but I'll get some tracks of Kimberly, and we'll make a nice Spotify playlist of all her chosen acts. Anyone else who she wants to throw into the mix uh, to get that done. So a huge thank you, Kimberly, for coming on and being my eighty-first fantastical podcast guest. I know you said you've taken notes on this, and I know how much music means to you. How have you found it? How have you enjoyed kind of, I guess, reflected on your musical taste and doing your fantasy festival?
1: Oh, it's just been it's been amazing. Like I was tearing my hair out at one point, thinking I don't know if I can do this, and, <laughs> and then like had a conversation with like my dad, and and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just you know, I'll get through it. But no, I've I've, I've really really loved it, and it's good like looking back and also you know the podcasts that you've done with so many people it it makes you go and like check back stuff Mm. that you don't know so i just think music is music is power yeah
0: music is power (laughs) it is what a way to end it in so i'll be back next week with episode number 82 so please make sure to join me but until then stay safe my fantastical friends please continue to spread the word and that word is fantastical thanks for listening